Welcome to Bible News Press. Our goal is to discuss biblical faith beyond cliches and buzzwords, whether such words are religious or political. Sometimes we sit around the table and fellowship. Sometimes we do a little time travel. It is all part of our journey with our Abba Father, who has given us the key to life. We do it with Jesus, and we do it together. Welcome. Hello, I'm Laura. I will be reading 1 Chronicles chapter 8 from the World English Bible. Benjamin became the father of Bela, his firstborn, Ashbel the second, Ahara the third, Noah the fourth, and Rapha the fifth. Bela had sons, Adar, Gira, Abihud, Abishua, Naaman, Ahoa, Gira, Sephufan, and Huram. These are the sons of Ehud. These are the heads of father's households of the inhabitants of Geba, who were carried captive to Manahath, Naaman, Ahijah, and Gira, who carried them captive, and he became the father of Uzzah and Ahihud. Shaharaim became the father of children in the field of Moab. After he had sent them away, Husham and Baara were his wives. By Hodesh his wife, he became the father of Jobab, Zibiah, Misha, Malcam, Jauz, Shekiah, and Mirmah. These were his sons, heads of fathers' households. By Husham, he became the father of Abitub and Elpaal. The sons of Elpaal, Eber, Misham, and Shemed, who built Ono and Lod with its towns, and Beriah and Shema, who were heads of fathers' households of the inhabitants of Ahijalon, who put to flight the inhabitants of Gath. And Ahio, Shishak, Jeremoth, Zebediah, Arad, Eder, Mekael, Ishpah, Joah, the sons of Bariah, Zebediah, Meshulam, Hizki, Heber, Ishmarei, Isliah, Jobab, the sons of Elpaal, Jakam, Zikri, Zabdi, Elanai, Zilathai, Eliel, Abadiah, Beraiah, Shimrath, the sons of Shimei, Ishpan, Emer, Eliel, Abdon, Zikri, Hanan, Hananaah, Elam, Anthothajah, Iftaiah, Penuel, the sons of Shashak, Shamshariah, Sherhariah, Athaliah, Shearashiah, Elijah, Zikri, and the sons of Jehoram. These were heads of fathers' households throughout their generations, chief men. These lived in Jerusalem. The father of Gibeon, whose wife's name was Maaka, lived in Gibeon with his firstborn son Abdon, Zur, Kish, Baal, Nadab, Gedor, Ahio, and Zechar. Mikloth became the father of Shimea. They also lived with their brothers in Jerusalem, near their brothers. Ner became the father of Kish. Kish became the father of Saul. Saul became the father of Jonathan, Malkashua, Abinadab, and Eshbaal. The son of Jonathan was Mirabael. Mirabael became the father of Micah. The sons of Micah, Hithon, Melech, Tariah, and Ahaz. Ahaz became the father of Jehoiada. 
Jehoadah became the father of Alameth, Asmavath, and Zimri. Zimri became the father of Mazah. Mazah became the father of Benia. Rapha was his son, Eliasa his son, and Azel his son. Azel had six sons whose names are these. Azrakam, Bacheru, Ishmael, Sheariah, Obadiah, and Hanan. All these were the sons of Azel, the sons of Eshek his brother, Ulam his firstborn, Jeush the second, and Eliapheth the third. The sons of Ulam were mighty men of valor, archers, and had many sons and sons' sons, 150. All these were the sons of Benjamin. That is the end of chapter 8. Before getting into particulars here in this chapter, let me refer you back to the discussions of First Chronicles chapter 7, where we're trying to understand the different lists of the sons of Benjamin. But the one thing that is clear in this section is that all of these people are descended from or married into the tribe of Benjamin. But the exact family tree connections is a bit more challenging. By way of review, it seems that the list in Genesis 46:21 includes sons and grandsons at least, and the list in Numbers chapter 26 verses 38 through 41 is more general for census purposes and is grouped more by clans and not direct lineage. Now there are some names that it's much easier to say are variants of spelling. For instance, the Ahara here Looks like it's a variant of the spelling of a Hiram from Numbers 2638, and the Ard of Numbers 2640 seems to be a variation of the Dard that is in this chapter. And then there is also the Shafufan, which was here in verse 5, coincides with Shufan of Numbers 2639. Now, regarding what we read in 1 Chronicles chapter 7, where it says, three sons of Benjamin, I would like to point out here that in this list, it does not say sons. And when I did a word search on the names Noha and Rapha, for Noha in particular, it comes up in Strong's lexicon as feminine. Since there are many women mentioned throughout, it seems plausible that daughters could have been listed here. Now, when I look up Rapha in Strong's, it says it's masculine, it means tall, so Nothing real clear there, but it is interesting that it is the same Hebrew root, apparently, for the Rephaim, who are known to be giants. Makes you wonder if this was a particularly long baby, or if they were just hoping this person would be tall. But either way, it doesn't say sons here. Maybe you noticed that in verses 3 and 5, we have the name Gera come up twice. And there are different reasons this could be. We've talked about this before. There could be different wives. There could have been a renaming of a son after death, or it just could have been further down the line. These are just ideas to make the point that there are legitimate reasons for such a repetition. Verse 6 appears to be referring to the same Ehud of Judges 3.15, who was a son of Gera, a Benjamite, who delivered Israel from the oppression of the extremely fat king of Moab, who was named Eglon. Maybe you remembered that in 1 Chronicles 7.10, it shows another Ehud who is descended from Benjamin, but through his other son, Jedael, and then Bilhan. And as we've seen, since names are reused, it is consistent with the idea that these guys might have been cousins by the same name. 
And that was all the references I could find in the Bible to the name Ehud. When we look at verses 6 and 7, it is unclear to me who was forcing or motivating the moving. It could have actually been referring back to Ehud. Verse 8 speaks of another son of Ehud, Shaharaim, who for some reason lived in Moab. The wording in the World English Bible is obscure, but both the New King James Version and the NIV translate this as he divorced or put away these wives, Husham and Ba'ara, and then married Hodesh. Ba'ara isn't mentioned again, but Husham is given a, a side note, it seems, as being the mother of two of his sons. We don't get much narrative of events in this section other than snippets like that about putting the wives away or the building of the towns in verse 12, and then verse 13 mentioning the inhabitants of Gath being driven out. Verse 28 makes the point that all of these listed previously were living in Jerusalem, and then in verse 29 there is another woman by the name of Ma'aka named again. Strong's lists Ma'aka as being either a feminine or a masculine proper noun and also a place name. In 1 Chronicles 2.48, there is a Ma'aka, a woman who becomes Caleb's concubine. In 1 Chronicles 3.2, we are told that this is the name of Absalom's mother, who was the daughter of the king of Geshur. In 1 Chronicles 7.15, it speaks of a Ma'aka whom Manasseh's son, this is the Manasseh who was Joseph's son, this Manasseh's son, Maker, married her, and Maker is designated as the father of Gilead. And then Maker's wife, Ma'aka here, seems to be descended from the tribe of Benjamin because she's the list, She's listed as the sister of Hupam and Shupam. Now, the particular Ma'aka here in chapter 8, verse 29, will be mentioned again in chapter 9, 35, where we will get her husband's name. So it is interesting that her name is mentioned here and not her husband's. In 1 Chronicles 19.7, Ma'aka is used as the name of a place. In 2 Chronicles 11.21, it tells us that one of Absalom's granddaughters also got named Ma'aka and was Rehoboam's favorite wife. You recall Rehoboam was King Solomon's son. And then finally, in 2 Chronicles 15.16, King Asa's mother was a Ma'aka. She was very wicked, and he removed her from position as the queen mother because of her idolatry. So it is a curiously reoccurring name for both men and women and people groups uh, associated with places. Then at this point in the chapter, we get some specifics of King Saul's lineage. Now, I've noticed over the years that there's been some discussion about whether or not Ner was Saul's grandfather or his uncle. Um, I think it's helpful. I looked up several cross-references. So in 1 Samuel 9.1, it gives connections. It says that from the tribe of Benjamin, there was Aphiah, and then there was Bekorah and Zerar, who was the father of Abiel, who was the father of Kish, who was the father of Saul. 1 Samuel 14.51 specifically says that Ner was Saul's uncle, being the father of Abner. Now, I'm going to put forth my own hypothesis of puzzling this together to make sense of this lineage, you will see that here in chapter 8, verses 29 through 33, are all talking about the sons of the father of Gibeon, who we don't know his name at this point until we get to chapter 9. 
Now, what can be a little confusing is that some specific details about some of these sons are interspersed with the list. So when you get down to verse 33 and it's listing Ner as a son of Maaka, the wife of the father of Gibeon, he's still listed as a son of him, and he begot Kish. Now, if we jump ahead and look at chapter 9, verses 35 through 39, and we see that the name of Maaka's husband was Jael, it seems very likely that this could be a variation of the name given in 1 Samuel 9, 1, where it talks about Abiel being an immediate ancestor of Kish. And I say it this way because it's one of the cases where it's very possible that a generation was skipped and the word son here is being used as descendant. So if you compare all of these verses and particularly compare the descendants of Jael and Ma'aka listed in this chapter, chapter 8, and also in chapter 9, verses 35 through 39, you see that they had sons Kish and Ner. And then it very specifically says in verse 33 of chapter 8 here that Ner begot Kish. So what I'm suggesting to you here is that the son of Ma'aka and Jael, Kish, is not the same Kish who is the father of Saul, but Ner, who was the son of Jael and Ma'aka, also named his son Kish. And then I'm going to suggest to you that even though it's not mentioned in the lineage anywhere, that he also had another son that was named after him, and that was the father of Abner. And that's what makes sense when you talk about Saul being descended from Kish through Ner, but Ner also being an uncle, that there were two Ners. And as we have seen, the name usages, they got popular in families, and that's not at all out of line with the biblical text. So in summary, I think that in 1 Samuel 9.1, where it says that Kish was the son of Abiel, that it means descendant, and it has skipped over a generation, maybe because it's just drawing the line, but it doesn't need to fill in all of the spaces. There are other places where genealogies are made much more certain about exactly who was the father of whom, and it doesn't seem like this is one of them. So after this, we get the names of Jonathan's sons, Saul's son Jonathan, and you might find it odd that he used the name Baal, but recall we talked about that Baal literally means Lord, and it wasn't definitely associated with the false god, which would have been an abbreviation of his name until later. And then the chapter ends with a bunch of hard-to-pronounce names, noting that they were very numerous and they were valorous descendants of Ulam. And apparently the tribe of Benjamin made a strong comeback after the decimation in Judges 20. That's all for today. Thanks for listening. That is the Bible News Press segment for today, but not the end of our journey. 